cultivators. Welcome to a special edition of Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Magic Road. I'm Roy, a.k.a. One Question 3. Oh, I got this, bros. And I'm Fallon, a.k.a. the I don't know ass bitch. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Most of the time. None of us unless, are new. Unless it's something I can hyperfixate on. Yeah. Everything else is pretty much out the window. How we doing, folks? We're at, you know what, we're here on a special occasion because last week, and I said this was going to go up last week, but that didn't happen because oops, but. Who knows? We just passed. Mr. 50 episodes. We're Mr. 50 episodes, Mr. Worldwide now. <laughs> and I'd like to thank all of my fans. Mr. And Roy's fans. Mr. Netwide. Mr. Netwide and our collective fans <laughs> here on the Pod Recesses world. Yeah. Thank you for. And around the world. Thank you for holding us up and pushing us back up the hill every week as we struggle to do this podcast. And then we fall down and roll onto you. And then you do it again the next week. Yeah, it's like a collective effort here, We're, and that's something that I really appreciate. Yeah, but in honor of getting to the Mr. 50 episode, Mark, we are doing our uh, special bonus Q&A episode, so we're just kind of looking into the mailbag, and I've compiled everything into a convenient Word document on my iPad, and uh, mm. we're going to... Mm, 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 mm. Mm. We're, go <laughs> we're going mm. to answer... Answer some questions from you, the listeners. From so, you, the listeners. So, so you don't have to. So, we're gonna, we're just gonna dive right into it because this is all we're doing this time. Yeah, we love it. Do you want to like take turns? Yeah, I was gonna say we questions? can do that. Yeah, we can do yeah. that. Do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? Uh, go ahead, go ahead and start them off, Lil Roy. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I got our email questions first. I have them kind of divided up into what, uh, where they came from. Okay. Uh, kind of. Broad variety. Um, but we're going to our email questions first. Uh, and our very first email Q&A question. Um, or well, actually, before I get into this, just a reminder. If if you sent in a question and it didn't have the word Q&A in there somewhere, um, just look for it on one of the next few episodes. Yep. Because if it said Q&A, it's going in the Q&A episode. Otherwise, I'm too stupid to figure it out. So, anyway. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm having a time. Things just slip through sometimes. It's okay. Hey, you got to put the words there for me to know what's going on. Um, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. You got to give me very clear signals or oh, else yeah. it's going to be a hell of a time getting me to understand anything yeah. that is going on. Yeah. You have to tell me exactly how you're feeling, exactly what's happening, or I just don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't know, fucking thing. Pretty much anyway, mood. yeah. Anyway, email That's questions. First email question of the show comes from friend of the show, Elvie, who asks or writes and things like that. Hey, since there's like a million or five or something adaptations of this story, can you rank one character's design of all of them? Like there's mm. the Donghua, the Manhua, the audio drama. I know the Japanese one has character designs. Don't know about the Chinese one. <laughs> it does and they're good. Uh, MDZSQ and the Untamed. Which one of these, which one of those did your fave justice and which did them dirty? 
Or is your fave the kind of person that has no bad angles, so all the designs are equally good? <laughs> Love the show, and thank you for the fun fandom experience. It's been a hot minute since I've been quote-unquote active in a fandom without instantly regretting it. <laughs> that this is so sad soldier meme, that's you guys to me when I got into MDZS. I very much appreciate it. Wish you all the best, LVA. Thank you so much. We're glad... <laughs> This is we a good question. Treasure you. We Thank do. You. We love that's, you. That's all awesome. Of our, all of our hearts. <laughs> and I love this fucking question. This is such a good question. Woo! So, so one one character's design. Do you want to do? Because like you know, uh, there's the thing about like uh, did did one of them do your fave justice? Uh, you know, I, I think it's pretty safe yeah. to assume that like we probably have favorite different characters. We could probably each rank yes rank the designs for one of our faves. But I want to say, can we unequivocally agree, just to get this one out of the way, that in every single fucking adaptation of anything that there's ever been, even that weird, like, Modao-themed, or un Modao and Untamed fusion-themed mobile game, Lan Wangji slayed. Oh, yeah. Every, every <laughs> single look, he slayed. He <laughs> Aided. I can't even explain the amount of times I've just seen him in a scene. It doesn't matter whether it's The Untamed, which I really have not watched much of yet, uh, or the Donghua, or Changyong's beautiful art, oh my which God. is, that's, that's, uh, that's the cover art for the Chinese audio drama. And like, really, dude, if you haven't seen it, if you're out there, not even specifically LVA, but also you, if you're listening, um, if you're out there and you have not seen Chang Yang's art, oh, just I'm fucking oh my god! <laughs> she started out, I think, as a fan artist on Weibo, and MXTX liked her art so much that she was like, "Hey, do you want to do official art for the uh, audio drama?" And Chang Yang was like, huh, "Yeah," <laughs> and they're like buddies, and it's so they're like good. friends. It's, it's great. My favorite thing about Chang Young's art is that there's a particular piece of fan art that I don't know what they're I don't know their gender, but uh, that they're that they did at one point. And I'm not oh, gonna. I thought I thought Chang Young was. No, you know what? I'm probably mistaken. We're gonna go with. They. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna go with. Um, but there's one particular piece of fan art that Chang Young did. It's not official, but I'm taking it as official because <laughs> it's by Chang Young. I'm not, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I'm not gonna say what it is. If you know me, you know me. But um. Lan Wangji looks good 100 fucking percent of the time. I will argue that <sighs> Untamed Wangji did <laughs> every god that I have seen. Oh, it makes me angry how good it is. Like, genuinely in my heart, I'm like, how dare he? How, di how dare he? And in the Donghua, please. Did Okay, I was, I I was gonna bring up Donghua Wangji because why he's so wide. He's 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 a rip. House. Oh, he's the breadth of him. The absolute scope of this man. <laughs> the scope so wide. He's so big. God, it's so fucking good. And then just like. Chang Yang draws him so, so elegantly, so flowy. With his so long, good. beautiful hair, sometimes up in a ponytail, like he looks flirty. So good. Ah! Oh my god! <laughs> I just can't stand it. And I said this to, so we could get it out of the way, but we've been talking about Lan Wanji for like five <laughs> minutes straight. 
I mean, he kind of deserves it. He does. This is our podcast, and we can do what we want. He's the only man. Um. So, I am going to go with Zhang Chung because go I think it. he has served a variety of looks. Yeah. He's yeah. It's, it's you know from good to bad. <laughs> I will say, for the most part, the Q designs throw me off a little bit they can come off as a little weird to me (laughs) just a little weird um so i'm probably going to rank that jong chung design lowest next uh i don't think he does have an he does have a design for the japanese audio drama and it's sexy as fuck (laughs) right wait 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 i need to refresh my memory because i think doesn't he have like a long ass ponytail or something i I know he has like or like hold on i'm 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 looking this up modazushi japanese audio drama because we got a fucking we just gotta i need to see my little boy let me see if i can find if i can find this because because jesus god oh yeah i forgot Wei yang has his titties out um oh hell yeah dude god fuck yeah dude (laughs) oh there he is oh look at that sassy little side hair (laughs) oh he's cute oh no that one's really cute i gotta say okay Okay, that one is second place. First place, oh god, it has to go to the Untamed again, just because of the absolute scope. Once again, the scope of his costumes, yeah, and how freaking extravagant they were. Not even starting to mention Sandu, Mm -hmm. like, bye. Bye. I'm sorry. Bye. Have you ever seen anything cooler in your life? No. Can I say something about the Untamed? Yes. The casting. The casting. Uh huh. I don't know who is who was in charge of the casting, but they fucking did that. Every single character they fucking did that. They almost, fucking did that. Almost every single character. I still have some qualms. Please, please do not. Think ill of me, okay? This is my personal. This is my personal opinion. I really... You are on one tonight. It's good. You're bringing some good energy. (laughs) I really don't know about the casting of Wang Yibo (laughs) as Lan Wangji. He is too small. (laughs) He's too small. I need Lan Wangji to be a brick fucking house. That's true. I'm That's sorry. True I need him to be a brick shit house. The costuming? If you just if you took Wang Yibo oh. and you just scaled him up, you pat him <laughs> for patting on the man. <laughs> I was gonna say you click and drag him He's and just too make skinny. him. He's too skinny. He needs to eat a little more. <laughs> you know, I just. He, he, mm. but look at, look at Japanese Shoshan. audio audio drama. Him, he's so floor. Anyway, no, no, no. We're so, we're supposed to be talking God. about John this oh. is fucking... Okay, um, look at this. Even even in talking about who looks good, Jung Chen gets side uh, no shoved off like, to the side. But like, can we talk about this? I think we need to talk about this. Can we talk? Oh, <laughs> look at him! Japanese audio drama. Jung Chang really. He really got it. He truly. He's really got it. Will you? 
Kenny, will you Google? Uh, will you go on the Google? Will you look up the the the, the Chinese one? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Chinese Grandma, let's go to bed. No, I want to see it. <laughs> let me see it. Let me. I wanna look at look in my book. They're married. Oh, yeah, he... Did you know that they're married and they have a son? <laughs> they have a son. They Did do... you know? They do have a son. I'm trying to. There was like a <laughs> big. Have a son. There was like a big. Um. Uh, me. Chang Young, maybe. Hold on. <gasps> well, no, because that's, oh, that? that's mom and no, dad. That's, oh, gosh, she's so beautiful. She is. She does look very good. Oh, wait, that's not Chang Young. That's fucking... I was wrong. Chang well, Young does... Chang Young does occasional art for the audio drama, but typically it's Spoon Kid. Spoon Kid. Spoon Kid did the art for it. And Where? Spoon Kid is also a fan artist turned official Moda artist. It's very fucking good. Let me just let yeah, me see if like I can a, find him. Oh, no, that's all Japanese though. Where is the him? Because I know he has like this is all I can find. I've I know seen he has. I know what the fuck. Let me hold on. Well, that's by the Manhua artist mm. whose name mm. I'm blanking on. But he's okay in the Manhua. I think I would give the Manhua Zhang Cheng. Oh, here we go. He's like fourth place. Oh, Woo! I don't know. If that, I don't think that's the official design. No, because I know the official design of him in the audio drama. He has like a cool, like popped collar, like blazer looking jacket thing yeah. coat, and it looks really good. I'm actually putting Q in the bottom. Uh, the other one I mentioned in fifth place, and then. Because no, once I see, I feel like I might go feral once I see the actual Modown Jongchung. Oh, huh, huh, huh? Is that my is that my boy? Is that my boy? Is he smiling? That can't be my boy because he's smiling. Oh, you know what? I I know what to do because mm-hmm. they have they have little tabs in the fandom. Wiki. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Oh, and they have a gallery. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Where's just regular normal him? Where's he regular normal him? He gets looked over and passed over. This is like a time fucking, and time again. This is a, oh, this is my a God. sick meta joke. This is a sin. Wow. It's Hold a on. Sin. I'm just going to go to his page because I know oh, there's, there's, there's. This is going to make our lives so much easier, and I don't mm. know why I didn't think to do this from the start. Can you go to the search, please? There we go. Give me the hymn. Okay. Yeah, Hua, I... Zhang Chung, com- compared to Untamed Zhang Chung and Japanese audio drama Zhang Chung, like, I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm... I'm... Fu- I'm... I'm sorry? I'm no. sorry? It's not a competition. <laughs> I like how wispy he is in the Chinese audio drama. I like how wispy he is. I've also seen images. Maybe it'll be in his in his gallery. I've also mm. seen images of him in the audio drama uh, where he mm. has like, I guess not, where he has like, he's got his hair kind of down. Oh. And it looks. Oh, JC with his hair down. We love, me we like fucking he. love to see it. They got the pointiest fucking man to play uh, him. 
on the Untamed, and I appreciate that with every bit of me. Uh, uh, it's just good. So which one's your, your number one? Because we were kind of going... It's tough. I think it has to be the Untamed, just because of the breadth of costumes, <laughs> you know? And how much thought they put yeah. into them, and how sexy he looked most <laughs> of the time. Wow, grumpy look, boy. Look at how look big at his the, gallery is. Look at is. the... Bitch, the detail! <laughs> Hello! God! Wow! Damn. Looking at some shoulder, leather shoulder armor with like cute little like gold. diagonal gold suspenders, please. <laughs> I think that's just, I think that's just the lining, but suspenders It looks like suspenders, so that's what I'm freaking this calling This fucking it. lavender fit? Oh my god, I love, I love him in lavender. It's real good. He's beautiful in lavender. It's real good. Look at him on the lotus throne. Like, that is some sick-ass shit. It's that so is some sick-ass shit. It's simply Woo. good. Okay, all right. We're going to move on to Royce. <laughs> We're going to move to Royce. We're going to move to Royce. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. I can never pick a favorite. She has a lot of favorites. My favorites change minute to minute. So when you think of me having a favorite character, who do you think of? And I'll go with that. Jean Guangyao. Really? Okay. All right. Okay. Jiggy. Little Jiggy. Little the littlest jiggy. We're doing jiggy. Let me let me find let me find the hymn just so I can have reference. The reference doing a bit of, doing a bit of six degrees of Zhang Cheng. Eh? Uh, yeah, six We're degrees gonna... of jiggy actually. <laughs> six degrees of jiggy. Jin Zhuan, where's your link to your your little man? Oh, no, there you go. There he is. There he is. Okay. Gosh, wow. He just he looks so elegant in in the Donghua. He, he, he looks like he's ready to go. And then little baby him. They don't have... I don't think they have an image of mm. him. God, look at his eye, his eyelashes. God, he's so... He's just beautiful. He's gorgeous. He's beautiful. He's, he's gorgeous. He's the gorgeous. He's the most gorgeous. It makes me mad. And little little Mengyao him? Mengyao. Look at baby him. Look at this. I hate him. He's, he's terrible. So he's cute. a terrible little man. He's so cute. And then then we got then we got audio oh, audio wow. drama him. Which is God. also beautiful and gorgeous. Who is I can't remember because that's a different person, Spoon Kid, and I can never remember yeah. their name, and I feel bad. I'm fucking blanking. Because their art is just uh, I can't I had, stand I it. I had their name on Woo. the tip of my tongue when you were talking about the other artists. Uh, a a second ago and now it's gone. Fuck. And then yeah. we got then we got untamed the babyest of untamed, hymns. the smallest the most flexible of hymns. Let I me, would argue. I got it. Okay. I don't know what is his. Okay, they don't have a. I don't think they've released his Japanese audio. No, drama they probably haven't yet. gotten that far I know yet. They, well, I know they 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 um. Mm. I know they announced this voice actor. Mm. They had like they posted a little a little clip of it, um, but I don't, I don't think I think it was just like a silhouette. So I yeah. don't think they released the actual hymn yet. That's okay. So but, based on what you've got, yeah. Based what on what are you thinking? Based on what we got, God, they're all so good. Yeah, none of them are bad. I none just, of them are bad. I want to look at the Manhua hymn. Wow, he's just so sneaky. <laughs> He is. He's, he's a little creepy boy. <laughs> he's a little. Ooh, I'm gonna get you. Ooh, I'm sneaking. 
tricky. He's a tricky boy. Tricky. Look at him with his little with his hat off, having a drinky drink. He's a little drinky drink with I'm, his beautiful long hair. God, not in his cool mom ponytail. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, he just looks God. so good. He looks so good. Okay. It's really good to me personally. This is heartbreaking. I'm fucking, I'm bark broken about this, but okay. You gotta rank it for the people. I gotta rank it for the people. Okay. You know you gotta rank it. Just think of it like a list. Yeah. Gotta make a list. Please, please note, uh, big asterisk, um, all of these are very close in ranking. Yeah. Um, Within fractions. Oh, yeah. Of each other. Oh, yeah. Decimals. Um, fuck. Okay. I'm gonna go... Go back mm-hmm. just one more time. I'm gonna go Manhua in last place. I'm gonna go. I'm working towards number one. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Manhua last. It's not bad. It's just um, not what I think of. Yeah. And whatever. He's still he's still adorable. Yeah. Um. I think I'm gonna go. Fuck. I was gonna say audio drama after that. But his hat is really good. It's really good. Like, the detail <laughs> on it rules. It's so good. God damn it. But no, I think... And the Dokwa him is fairly simple. Yeah. But that's what I picture when I picture a him. Mm-hmm. When I think of the him, I picture the that. But... Yeah, I'm going... Okay, audio drama. Audio drama is second to last. Mm-hmm. Just because... Um, once again, just because it's just not what immediately pops into my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, third, third, I'm going Untamed, even though they did find the absolute. Once again, they found the absolute. The casting was just they too said, fucking much. They said, "Get me the smallest man. Get me, get me the least threatening looking human being you can find. Get I, me, I love it. Get me l'enfant. I love it." <laughs> And, and make him bendy. If you don't make him bendy, I'm trying to find a funny meme that I found a while <laughs> ago because it's funny and is what I think of. It's goddamn perfect. It like and it it makes another point about why this version of him is extremely good to me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's a set of screen caps, one right after another. And it's like a text. He's like doing a pouty little face and then a cute little evil smile. And the person sending these screen caps to the other person says, The absolute extended edition, unrestricted, boundless, unadulterated twinkery. Twinkery! (laughs) In all caps. Twinkery. Wow. Right? Fucking incredible. Right? All right. So we know where that one stands. What are your next ratings? Uh, I think the only one I have left is Donghua, and that's because... Um, that's because it's, it's, it's what I think of. It's the most, it's, it combines all of the other traits. Iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. It's, it's iconic. iconic. Plus he has the eyelashes. So. Uh, yeah. To me. To me. Fuck yeah, dude. Subject to change if and when they release the, um, <laughs> Japanese audio drama take. Mm-hmm. You, you know? know, I think it's going to be spicy. I think it might be spicy. It might be. Ooh, a little, little, ooh, little, ooh, little spice. Ooh. Little spice. Ooh. Oh, All right. So go. okay. Good shit. Next. Next up. Question. Thank you for the question. I know we we spent a while on it, but this is gonna get cut down. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, LVA. Thank you a lot. So next question is from four dollar twenty cent. <laughs> Funny four twenty sec leader of the show, Sarah of costumes. 
Let's. I want to delve more into the podcasting sect zone since I think about it every time you talk about sect leader GameCube. Mm-hmm. So, taking podcasting networks as sects, e.g., Max Fun Thorn sect, Orange Groves Joe sect, or Noise Space GameCube sect, what kind of network would each sect be? What would each of their focuses be? And what would go down with the WEN network where all of the other networks need to do some kind of campaign to take them down? What would the Sunshot campaign be like if everyone was podcasts? Semper Benui, Sarah Pot of Greed, of the Noise Space Pot of Greeds, temporary adoptee to Noise Space Wow Cool Robot, and founding member of the Rogue Cultivator Clan, Never Believe It. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah, for the question. Uh, th- this is an entire universe. Uh, okay oh wow okay here's Holy fuck. <laughs> here's my here's just to start with here's my number one take I, I think rather than this being a thing where each each sect is its own network mm-hmm. i think it's all one big network it's the cultivation world network oh my god and what happens is so there's like you know but listen listen hmm? we should go along we should go along with what they're saying okay so well, so how about how about how about I run mine by you and then we'll get into this okay because I have a concept okay and I just want to see what we're how we're feeling about this we're exploring this is the net the uh, marketplace of ideas so there's like you know you have a couple you have one or two podcasts per kind of you know it's it's all very. People do podcasts with each other, right? Sure. Everybody, you know, there's a lot of that going on. There's a couple win podcasts, um, you know, a couple Jong podcasts, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. What I happens think- is, what happens is, when Rohan decides that he's the network admin and locks everybody out of, locks everybody else out of the account unless they start paying him directly to be contributors. To the network. <laughs> and the Sunshot campaign is where they have to dig up dirt on him so he gets canceled, and then they can all start their own network. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> but anyway, this. Okay, what kind but of network? I also, yeah, so I, because I was thinking about this, and mm-hmm. I wanted to give this a shot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. I'm thinking in the terms of like Max Fun mm-hmm. and Noise Space and Gimlet or whatever, whatever their like main thing is called. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Don't know, don't care. Because um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're assholes, right? I don't know. I, I truly do not know enough about other podcasts. Not really networks. into any podcasts that aren't like by friends and acquaintances. Uh, yeah. So. I'm thinking which one would be would embody the the chaos of noise space. <laughs> oh god. Um well which it's got to be it's got to be the Neos because they're yeah. they're the most they're they're the most online. They're the most leftism. So that's true. Me, we've we've established them as comrades. So um, yeah, I think it would be I think it would be the Neos. So the Neos would Nye space. Nye space. There it is. <laughs> Holy it. shit. It it writes itself. It writes itself. <laughs> it writes itself. Uh, um Nye I- space. Nye space definitely is a leftist space. Yeah. 
Um, I think they do history podcasts. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think they do history podcasts. I think uh, there are some art history podcasts that yeah, that's what Hoi Sung is yeah. on. That's yeah. what Hoi Sung's allowed to do. Um, uh, some, like, one of the lesser podcasts gets uh, booted off the network when the hosts uh, start to be mean to uh, new host recruit Meng Yao, yeah, who gets invited onto NMJ's main podcast Jesus. as a co-host. Oh my god, it's like a rare crossover between the, uh, <laughs> they the start- Jeans and the Nyes. Yeah, well he, he tried to join the Jin network, but they said no, so he had to go find a different network to host his podcast, which is about, I don't fucking know, tax fraud. Oh my um, god! He probably, uh, wow, what would he talk about? See, see, this is the thing, like, he, he's got a, like, the thing about podcasts is that most of the time you have multiple hosts. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe it's one of those situations where he's just giving, it's kind, of, kind does, of a weird history, huh? He does ASMR podcasts. Oh my god! I don't know what god. that constitutes. I just know that he would probably have a very soothing ASMR voice. <laughs> I think that's what he does. That's my opinion. <laughs> Twink teaches you about securities fraud ASMR. Stop! <laughs> I, think, I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> I think the winds are like the, the big, like, earwolf or whatever. They're like one of the big, one of the big, like, clout-having ass networks where, like, celebrities are on it. Um... But yeah, wins wins are the big boys. They make the money. Um, they 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 decide to put everything behind a paywall. Oh my um, god! And all the other everybody everybody all of their listeners have to uh, pay to listen to anything that they had uploaded before like eight months ago. God, <laughs> just you know. Because we do so much for the community. We provide you with so much entertainment. Because I will say, I think the wins, if we're going like one to one to the original, to the original content, whatever. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, They would have like 30 podcasts. Oh, yeah. They have so fucking many. It's just stupid. They have like over a hundred. They're like those fucking YouTube clickbait farm, click farm channels. Oh my God. That just like, and there's like a hundred of them and they're fucking all variations on a theme. Mm -hmm. And they all post the same videos and the same content. They're like that. Yeah. Except with podcasts. So it's even more infuriating. Bad. The only good podcast is the medical oddities one that uh <laughs> Wen Ching and Wen Young Yeah they uh they just do sawbones. <laughs> yeah yeah they do a sawbones. Funny sawbones. Yeah it's funny sawbones except it's brother and sister instead of married. Yeah you know. You know. Um what about the what about the Jongs and the Long I think that I think the Jins the Jins want to be the Wens. They're trying to be the big boys. And they could they could but like they're just not quite there. They do self-help podcasts. God. And self-improvement. Ugh. It's the fucking, like... Wh- and, like... Out here with my three Lamborghinis podcast. Yeah, and, like, and like uh, super centrist celebrity interviews. <laughs> where they're, like... Fucking centrist lib civility. 
podcast. How has fame changed you? God. Oh, God, I'm too mad for this. I'm too fucking angry for this. That's infuriating. Like, it's really put things into perspective for me. Woo! No, I can't go on. Um, So that's what the jeans would do. Sounds pointable. Just absolute skin-deep ass shit. Ugh. Dime a dozen ass shit that (laughs) sells, like, like Popeye's chicken sandwiches. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) episode's brought to you by Popeyes. <laughs> That's it. <sighs> we still have the lawns and the jungs. Um, The lawns, I think they do really structured tabletop RPGs. <laughs> Oh they're God. like that. And like and they're they're the ones that do they're like telling a story instead yeah. of actually playing. <laughs> and then they just have ones where they're literally like Acting out stories or something. Yeah. I think that'd be... It's basically a radio drama. It, yeah, it's basically a radio drama. They do radio dramas. Yeah. But nothing too intense, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, no. Don't want to get them too riled up. Radio dramas and guided meditation. Oh, yeah. What? It's like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Lawn Family of Brands. <laughs> um, And then the Jongs. Hmm. This is a this is a tough one. I feel like they'd be the closest to like because there were so few of them for yeah. so long. Rip, rip, rip to some legends. Um, every but... every member of the family is doing their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're literally all about different things. Uh, yeah, there's just no cohesion. Oh God! Like the 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 kids are friendly with each other, but. <laughs> The ones actually maintaining the uh, the back end. I think that Wei Wuxian and Zhang Chang do a podcast together that's just them shitposting and threatening each other. Oh, yeah. Like, verbally shitposting. Oh, yeah. It's like, ostensibly, it's about, like, wrestling or something. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just that 90% of the time. Yeah, and uh, that's why the people come to it. Yeah. You know? It's entertaining. It's true. It has Wei Ying. It has Wei Ying in it. And I think Wei Ying is probably, like... Uh, a darling, oh, a yeah. darling star of this podcast universe. Yeah, he's the breakout star. What would the Sunshot campaign be like if everyone was podcasts? Which is a good way to put it. So I think the Wens end up making so much money that they uh, first choke out other podcasts like competing podcasts by illegally tampering with the ads or some stupid shit they they like or like bribing bribing companies not to give them not to give them sponsorships or something <laughs> like sabotaging it and uh then they like they like buy the servers like the the uh, the like companies that actually like host the files and the Jongs are the first to go. Yeah. Yeah, so they can't host their files there anymore, so they have nowhere else to go. Oh my god. Um, that's and, the Wen's plan. And that's the Wen's plan, and then they plan on, like, I don't know, buying out the podcasts yeah, that, are willing to, uh, <clears throat> that are willing to sign over to them. Because I'm sure they run, like, they, like... 
It's like literally a business. Oh yeah, they're like, like a, a podcast they're like, corporation. They're like they're the ones that when Amazon said, "Hey, we're gonna put podcasts on Amazon Music, but you're not allowed to talk shit about Amazon," they said, "Yes, please." And like now they're best friends with Jeff Bezos. Yeah, with the Jeff Bezos. The Jeff Bezos. The the Jeff. The Jeff. The Jeff, Jeff of Bezos. His name is the Jeff now. The Jeff. Um, I know that Munyao like sneaks off into the when network and starts doing a podcast with them um and that's how he gets like insider info on all of their activities and like their feeds and stuff oh my god it's like what if it's like an expose on someone and he's he's hired as like an anonymous expert or something <laughs> they like disguise his voice oh my god jesus we like it. We like it. So I think that uh, I think that's it for that question. It's good. We. It's good. It, I kind of enjoy oh, thinking about it. To be real, Yiling Laozu starts a podcast on the dark web. Jesus, uh, and that's that's actually where all the espionage stuff goes on. That's where he his his podcast is nothing but callouts for Wenrohan. Oh my god! Various members of the the Win Network. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> what a question. Uh, Alright, those are our only two email questions, so we're going to go to Twitter questions now. Yeah. So, um, we have, we got several of questions uh, from uh, Twitter user Saint Slashy. Uh, Saint Slashy. Do you want, do you want me to read all three of these in one go and then we'll answer them in one chunk, or do we want to go one at a time? Uh, let's go one at a time. Okay, so question number one, and this one's for me, uh, for Roy. You've been in creative writing workshops. Imagine the MBZS boys around a big table. Who's the asshole that only shits on other people's work? Who writes sexy poems about the hot professor? Who's the teacher's pet trying to run the workshop themselves? Fuck. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh. Uh. Zhang is the bad faith workshop participant. Um. And that's because <sighs> he feels inadequate about his own writing. Um. Uh. Wei Wushan is writing sexy poems about the hot professor, but the hot professor is Lan Chi Ren and he's doing it to make him mad. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the teacher's pet trying to run the workshop themselves is Susha. Um, God. <laughs> he thinks he knows everything uh, because he he got a fellowship. Um, so he feels like he has enough clout to do that. Yeah, of course. Do you want me to read That's all That's how it works. Yeah. Do you want me to read all three of these? or? <clears throat> um... Sure. All right. Uh, number two. For you both, tell the story of how you met, if you want, of course. <laughs> this is this is lore. It's probably something that you will not have heard before. <laughs> uh, so the short story is we met online. Yeah. And that can be very misleading. Uh, we technically met when Roy was still releasing her webcomic, Jenny Hanover, on smackjeans.com. <laughs> Shout out to you real ones who know what I'm talking about. Um, I was like 14. Yeah. And on every platform of the internet, I was pretending to be approximately... Five to seven years older than I actually was. Yeah, you were telling me that you were 20 or 21. I think I said like 20. Yeah, it was 20 or 21. And then I turned 21. Mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> that was a thing. 
because I had to keep it consistent through the platforms. And also I wanted to impress her. Um, but anyway, uh, we ended up, <laughs> we ended up bonding when, uh, we got to talking about Gurren Lagann and we created this whole uh, <laughs> gigantic crossover. Incredibly, uh, what's the word? Convoluted and self-indulgent. Convoluted, self-indulgent, and prolific <laughs> crossover universe between uh, Jenny Hanover and Gurren Lagann. It was very good. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. I am embarrassed by very little of it. And I regret <laughs> approximately none of it. I regret maybe a couple things, but altogether it was an incredible experience that continued for years and years. And it, yeah. uh, it started out the energy that we have together. So I, I, for the record, completely believed that they were the age that they said they were. I mean, I fucking sold it, dude. I've been, I have been. You did sell it. You were like, to you, my was, credit, at no point did I question. To my credit, I was not trying to deceive specifically you. Mm -hmm. I was down as way older than I was on every platform of the internet because uh, in my circles, that was kind of just what you did. I don't suggest anyone now doing it yeah. because- Ah uh, no! This was, it was still, not. It was. It was not something that I would recommend. This was also ten years ago. So it was. It was a decade ago, literally. Yeah. So oh yeah, we met a decade ago. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we weren't. We weren't. We didn't get romantically involved until maybe four years ago. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It was like. Yeah. Yeah. It we was were about just, four, four or five years ago. Yeah. Up until then, we were just we were just best buds, really best buds. Yeah, and uh, what was the other we're thing? We're still I was best say? buds. Yeah. to be fair. Yeah. What was the other thing I was going to say? Oh yeah, like um, it was oh. like oh, like by the time by the time you like revealed to me that you were actually fifteen <laughs> at that point, we like I had had some really intensely traumatizing things happen in my real life mm -hmm. and they were there for me through it and it was like it was one of those things where it was like we had been through too much together to be like oh no you're 15 i can't be friends with you anymore yeah it was one of those and things it's like you i you, mean you know for the most part when i was online i just rolled with it yep i rolled with it and it Never really blew up in my face until I got really close with the Roy. The Roy. And you and felt really bad. And you're I like, felt I horrible. I felt incredibly disingenuous. And I thought for, I thought pretty much completely that she was going to want to stop talking to me and being my friend. Uh, and I'm glad that she didn't and that she gave me a chance. <laughs> uh, because here, here we are now, and we're we're best buds. We're the best of buds, and our relationship is incredibly strong. We're wife. Status we're now. wife. Uh, so that's 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 basically our story. One yeah. more thing: uh, things happened when I was sixteen, and when I was seventeen, I uh, not legally, but essentially emancipated myself and moved across the country by myself to live here yep. with Roy. As as roomies and best buds, because it was as far away as I needed to be. Yep, they needed to get away from where they were. It was it was it was a situation. I needed to have a start in a completely new place. Yep, 
And I chose my Roy's place because she was kind enough to offer it to me. And I moved here and pretty much immediately got a job and mm-hmm. started working. And we moved into an apartment and we've been living together ever since. It's good. It's so good. that's how we met. Yep. Uh, what's the next question? So, next one is, what's everyone's favorite ride slash section of Bush Gardens? Uh, and then just the last little note, thanks for the amazing podcast. I love the goofs. And in some post-COVID future, it would be rad to meet y'all at NecoCon. If you're if you're ever in Richmond, me and the GF would be down to hang. Virginia Lesbian Nerds Unite. Hell yes. Yes. Bless. Bless up. Pod recesses con. Fuck someday. yeah, dude. But anyway, Bush, Bush to Gardens. Um... I am not a rides person. <laughs> no, she really is not. She's she's not a Big rides baby. person. Not a roller coaster one. No, I'm I'm a I'm a I like the arcade. I yeah. like to get a snack. I like I do like to walk around in the the grease part. That part. She fun. likes she she likes the Ferris wheel. Yeah, I like a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. We like a Ferris wheel. Yeah, you've only been to Bush Gardens like I've been like three times now. Oh yeah, you've been you've been yeah. Um, I can't name most of the roller coasters, <laughs> but I like them. <laughs> the one with the water is good. <laughs> um, and the one that... Escape from Pompeii with the water. Is, yeah. And the one, uh, I think it's called Apollo's Chariot yeah. or something. Yep. That I felt really guilty. I mean, this is the only, this, I only remember this because I felt really bad the first time we went to Bush Gardens because I was too chunky to oh. fit in the ride. And the second time I went to Bush Gardens, I was, I was, I was small enough to fit my chunky butt in the ride. <laughs> and it made me feel good about myself. That's and good. therefore, it was an experience that I will treasure. Yeah. Uh, so Apollo's Chariot, good. It's good. Um, I like the snacks. Yeah. There's a pizza. There is a cone that's made of pizza dough and there's pizza pizza inside and it's very good. We love a snack. And there's that that German fest, that fest house. I'm just naming the food attractions now. I mostly just like go for the food, to be honest. I like the roller coasters. But food Don't get me wrong. But the food. The food. As it turns out. That's the thing. Uh... Oh, they're ice cream whips, too. That little yeah. ice cream place in, like, France. Oh, <laughs> God almighty. Oh, Hit good. me with it. Yeah. Oh, did you... Sorry, not to <laughs> not to go on a tangent, but did you see that they're opening one of those, like, fancy-ass milkshake places in Virginia Beach? Like, the ones that put all that shit on the outside no! of the glass? Oh, my God, where? Yeah, in fucking... Probably Bitch, where? Front. Oh, oh, my God. God. What are them damn milkshake places called? I want a milkshake. Milkshake. The Yard Milkshake Bar. That's it. Oh, my it. God. Please. 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 They're like 15 bucks a pot, but oh my God. they're I'll like... I'll still fuck it up. Nuts See if as I can. hell. Look at this Look shit. At th- I need one. Plants. It's grand opening September 18th. Fuck yes. At 3220. Day of the week is it. Bitch. Look That's at this Friday. shit. That's next Look Friday. Look next at that, Friday, bitch. We got... Bitch, we got plans. Please, God. I think it'll, I think that there will be many stupid people there and we should probably wait That's for true, a yeah. little bit, but. But we're going to mark our calendars. We're going to mark so our calendars no, for. after that, yeah. For a week after it opens <laughs> at a really weird time. Yeah. Um, anyway. <clears throat> so, this next, uh, question, series of questions is from Twitter user at Helenin. Thank you very much for all this content. Woo. Oh, yeah. Uh, hi. They say, 
Thank you so much for the shout out. I love the pod and you both. <laughs> Thank you for being funny and having empirically correct opinions. You're welcome. <laughs> I hate Tumblr's ask system, so I wanted to DM you some questions for the Q&A special here, if that's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. One. As we all know, the lawns are all strict vegan lifestyle influencers, but <laughs> Jingyi canonically breaks vegan for chicken. What do the rest of the lawns cheat for? Lan Wangji cheats because Wei Wushan puts food in front of him and tells him to eat it, and he eats it. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's very simple. Uh, Lan Shiren does not cheat. Sishui doesn't cheat. Um... Sishui has one bite of something because he, like, indulges whoever's uh, trying yeah. to get him to cheat and immediately it's like starts vomiting. Yeah. He immediately starts vomiting. Shichan only cheats unintentionally when he's, like, fucking really high. God! He's really like, high. wow, I want some Taco Bell. <laughs> and he forgets to sub for beans with no cream cheese. I mean, no sour cream and no cheese. <laughs> he just forgets and he's like, oh, he realizes afterwards. He's after that he eats eating, in four seconds. He's eating, he ate beef and TVP as an entire taco, <laughs> folded it in half and ate it in one bite. <laughs> and he ordered 12 of them. <laughs> he eats them all. And then 12 minutes later, he's sitting on the couch and he's like, oh, Oh, that had meat in it. Oops. Oh, no. Oh, I feel really bad. He spends <laughs> the entire next day in bed. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't feel good. He has a Poor tummy time. <laughs> He's uh, a bad tummy time. <sighs> okay. Uh, who in MDZS listens to Taylor Swift? <laughs> Launching ye. Yeah. Um, when young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wen Young listens to both Taylor Swift and death metal. <laughs> um, Jong Chung listens to it secretly, completely secretly, uh, very, like, very late at night, just kind of puts his, puts his AirPods in, <laughs> closes his eyes, and lets her, lets her voice and the emotions just wash over him. He doesn't even have it in his, like, playlist, because if somebody else gets a hold of the aux cord, he doesn't want that to come up on shuffle. Yeah. He just listens to it on YouTube. He doesn't, he doesn't, he listens to it on YouTube. He doesn't <laughs> sing along. He mouths the words quietly <laughs> while facing a wall. He's, like, mumbling, and I'm like, that's the reason for these two. That's what I think. Um... Uh, <clears throat> three. I think John Yonley also listens to Taylor yeah. Swift. Just, yeah. just normal girl things. Yeah, just girl stuff. Just girl stuff. Three. If you had to go to IKEA with one MDZS character, who would it be and why? Yimin Joy because he'd be in and out. He knows exactly what he wants. He just goes in, no bullshit, gets it. That's how I. Uh, that's how I want to shop at IKEA. I would go with Lan Wangji because that plus aesthetics. Ooh, good point. Good Lan point, Wangji good point, has a good eye. Good point. Either of them could lift, too. That's true. I feel like Ye Mingjoy wouldn't be very good to bring to Ikea because you would turn to him and go, what do you think about this? And he's like, I don't care. Does it, it work? serves no function. Does it work? <laughs> Will it fall apart in six months? No? Okay, let's buy it. You're wasting my time. Yeah. And, like, I respect that because in an ideal world, that would be me. But unfortunately, <laughs> most of the time when I go into a store – Especially in Ikea, I make a point to be high because the experience is so much better. Oh my God. 
See, see, see. I, I don't mean any store, okay? I just mean like <laughs> stores like IKEA, please. Absolutely. See, I do most of my shopping like preemptively online. I look up yeah. what there is and like I find what I want so 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 I can just go into the location and say, let's go get the thing and then be gone. Because IKEA is very big. And there's a lot of things and people in it, and I don't like that. And Roy is very small. Roy is very small. Roy is very small. She's you, a one little thing nervous. you gotta know about Roy. As as a as a general thing, she's a little nervous. So it's understandable and it's perfectly valid. I just wanna like, you know, grab onto the back of his shirt and let him be in front of me. Lead you around. Yeah. <laughs> like you're on a leash. Yeah. It's good. Alright, four. If you were able to plan a single good day for Wenyang where only nice things happen, what would you take him to do? Get one of those big-ass milkshakes. Yeah, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I would insist that he doesn't need to do anything all day. He does not need to lift his finger. If he needs anything or even wants anything, he can just ask me. Yeah. He doesn't even have to say please. He can if he wants because that warms my heart. <laughs> but he's not lifting a finger on that day. Um, we would, de we would definitely take him out for milkshakes. Yeah. He would be taken out for milkshakes. He would be taken out for his favorite meal. Mm hmm I don't know what kind of meal he enjoys. I'm sure if he goes, oh, well, I'll have whatever you're having. We're just going to get the most expensive thing on the menu for yeah. him. And we're going to let him ball out. Um, I'm, I'm going to let him pick whatever he wants, whatever it is he wants to do. Yeah. I'm going to let him pick. I'm going to. You know what? That's fantastic. Yeah. We're going to let him do. pick. It's kingship. It's what he wants. Yeah. It's the, a king's day. A king's day. We love it. Yeah. Number five. MDZS characters as bad restaurants and or food experiences <laughs> that you have had. I want Roy to go first. Oh, God. Okay. So this was like, this was like right after we moved in together. I tried to make just some plain assed steamed white rice <laughs> yes. in a pot on the stove. And I don't know what happened, but I didn't end up with rice. Instead, I ended up with a pitch black hockey puck at the bottom of the pot. And I got so upset and embarrassed about it that I just went into my bedroom and planted <gasps> face first onto my bed and that's that's new Song. She, she left there for like 10 minutes <laughs> okay 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 i know exactly what happened oh boy one you did not put a lid on it <laughs> two you forgot about it that is exactly what happened in order uh, I came back to it. <laughs> I was the one who I was the one who caught it first because I smelled a little something. I smelled a little something. I went into the I went into the kitchen. I saw it on the stove. I was like, Roy. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, and you like held it up for her to see, and she immediately just turned around, <laughs> moaning. Walked straight to her bedroom, face planted on the bed, and just lied there like a corpse for ten minutes. Oh Ugh. God, I like to imagine that as as It's Hwaisong to me. It's Hwaisong and George. Yeah. God. Um so 
if I were to characterize I gotta hear from Modaozushi one quote unquote bad restaurant that I've been to in my life, because this is what I'm choosing. Um, I would not necessarily call this a bad restaurant, but the reason I'm putting it in this bracket is because the restaurant was called Terribles. <laughs> so um, I lived, uh, back back when I lived in California, I lived about four hours away from Las Vegas, Nevada on a good day. Um, so my mom and I would frequently go there as, like, fun little weekend trips. Uh. Take a little sippy sip. Mm. A gingy ale? Oh, a lovely gingy ale. Yeah. I'm enjoying a nice Canada dry, uh, gingered ale. And Fallon just demanded a, a a sippy sip. I must I must take a little sip. Must sip. Uh, and so one day we were on the way in, <clears throat> and we were real hungry. We were I don't know like a half an hour outside of Vegas. And if you've ever been to Vegas going that way, you know that like surrounding the city for about I would say fifty to seventy five miles are like little casinos popped up everywhere taking advantage of people coming into Las Vegas. <laughs> and one of them, there's a couple of them. Uh, there's a couple terribles, but one of them was one of these that was like kind of on the far outskirts. So we decided to stop at terribles. And I was like, well, at least they're up front about what you're going <laughs> to expect. And uh, to my recollection the only thing i remember ordering were two huge <laughs> fucking pig huge pancakes they were they were served on probably a 12 inch round plate and they hung over the plate and they were thick god they were the best fucking pancakes i've ever had in my life they were great <laughs> So why the fuck was it called Terribles? And I think that that perfectly exemplifies Jong Chan. <laughs> I have another thing, uh, food experience, that I would classify as Jong Chan, just mm. for, like, another side of him. Yes. And this isn't something that happened to me, but it's something that happened to your mom. Okay. Do you remember, like, January this year when she, like, sprained her ankle when she slipped on a blueberry? <laughs> It's funny when it's <laughs> He lies there on the floor for like 15 minutes afterwards just shouting at the ceiling. <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> Not even in pain, just frustrated. Ah, why does this always happen to me? <laughs> Stupid shit. God. Okay, one last thing, and this isn't really a bad restaurant or food experience, uh, but if you've seen that video of, uh, oh, what is his name? Marcel Adams. Marcel Wallace? No, not Marcel Wallace. Oh, that's Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I think it's Marcel Adams. It's uh, different. With his 
uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich right after he got out of the shower. Oh, yeah. That's Jingyi. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Going banging. head banging? Yes. <laughs> okay, moving, moving, moving right along. On. Six, what hairstyle would you put Donghua post-resurrection Nye Hui Song in if you had infinite time, resources, and patience? Kotori hair loop. Kotori hair loop. I would give him a Brazilian blowout. Oh my god. I think she'd look beautiful. I would also I'ma tell you, mm-hmm. the braids that they give them in the untamed. Lord the flavor. Help and protect us. I just want I just kinda want to see Huaisong in curls. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? Fluffy like Huaisong. wavy curls. What if Huaisong with fluffy binga hair? Wow, I really like that. I was thinking like looser, wavy curls. I do like though, that, like, but that that just glam. made my that made my 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 brain kind of travel. And I said, I like Ooh. I like a fluffy hoi song. I like I a fluff, like fluffy fluffy days in general. It's a good wave some flowers into it. Yeah, flowers and like gold chains and shit. Oh my you god, know, you're gonna go. Um, seven Daga bench pressing hoi song versus Wangji benching weighing. Who does more? <laughs> Who does more? Um, I. Th- think that Wangji might be able to bench weighing a few more reps than Daga. I think Wangji is putting in more work just because like weighing weighs more than Hoi yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hoi Song is well, I mean, weighing Moshwani pretty twinky. Yeah. Uh, but he's still Hoi-sung, he's still Hoi-sung's he's still very... noticeably taller than Hoisong. Oh yeah, Hoisong a little short. Yeah, Hoisong small. We love to see. We love to think about that. Though. We do. <laughs> Eight. There's a heat wave in my city right now, and it's 34 Celsius, 93 Fahrenheit for us American idiots in my kitchen, the coldest room at 9 p.m. Mood. Fuck, dude. How do the Modal characters, or even scum building characters, if you want to talk about them, cool down in the heat? Hoisong have fan. We know this. Hoisong have fan. Uh, way which, okay, I will say, gonna talk about scum villain a little bit here because there are two characters who think the exact same thing about the heat. And we're talking post canon here. Both Wei Wushan and Luo Binghe, uh, would be of the opinion, or at least try to convince their partner to be of the opinion that um, a little bit of pee 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 <laughs> breaks the heat a little bit. A pop a pop next to a pop a pop a pop a pop next to a pop a pop. It's the most vulgar thing I've ever seen. So that's what I think. Um, I think Bingha would do it with crying. I think Wushan would just do it by. Um, beginning to suggest it. By being a twink. He would just like- By being annoying. He he would just, no, he would look at Lan Wangji in, in the dead heat night of summer and go, you know what I think Lan will cool John. us up, Lan John. And it would, it would be over. Yeah. Absolutely over. Yep. So that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> John Chung, I think- Complains. Probably, yeah, he complains. He's he's one of those people who sets up every fan that he has in the house <laughs> inside of his room, like to have like a passive aggressive amount of air flowing in it. <laughs> That's how it is. We like it. We do like uh, it. We're probably forgetting about people, but that's, that's yeah. fine. Uh, uh, do you want to read just the little last bit from? Uh, thanks again for the good good potted cast. 
from Helen. Thank you, bud. Oh, P.S. My display name is unfortunately not original. I stole it from the musical Cats. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's what you do. It's kitties. It's Broadway's it's, kitties. Sometimes you do it. Yeah. Uh, and our final Twitter question comes in from chief cultivator of the show, Colin at Pagedish, who says, Mr. 50 special. What MDZS ships could survive Ikea and which ones would perish? Back, We're going back to Ikea. Oh, headed back to Ikea, eh? <clears throat> um, I think that the the ones who would not survive, I think Huaisong and Zhangcheng would not survive. Absolutely I think, not. Huaisong uh, would make it 20 minutes, then get really tired and want to go to the food court and just kind of stay in the food court for an hour. And I then was going to say Zhangcheng is the one who wants to be in the food court for an hour because Huaisong is having a very good time looking at the aesthetics of everything. That's true. No, that's true. Zhangcheng gets uh, emotionally exhausted yeah. after like 30 minutes and just goes and like hangs out in the food court. Yeah, Huaisong's fine with it. Huaisong is cool with it. He's what? just vibing. She's in her element. Yeah, she's just vibing. He's vibing. So they would make it out, but not without their problems. Yeah. Um, if we're if we're going if we're getting a little spicy, Nia would not survive. <laughs> they would not. They would not. It would end in tragedy. We've already been um, over Daga going to IKEA. So, and thinking about how Jean Guangyao would be in IKEA, there's no there's no reconciliation. God, irreconcilable, irreconcilable. You go to Ikea to get divorced. Yes. Um, I think Lan Wangji and Wei Wushan would do pretty well. Yeah. Because they'd go in there. Wei Wushan would wander a little, but I think Lan Wangji would keep him reined in. And Wei Wushan, unfortunately, I think the only downside is they would end up spending about $14,300 at Ikea. And I'll tell you why. Because Wei Wushan will come up to something and will go, Oh, Lan Zhan, isn't this pretty? Don't you like this? I think it's cute. And, and Lan Wangji will go, Credit card. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Lan Wangji goes, Mm. He's like, Should we get it? Mm. He doesn't even ask if they should get it. He just says that he likes it. And Lan, Lan Wangji says, It is ours now. Lan Wangji says, It is done. It is done. It is yours to me. It is. Written. Uh, so I think they'd make it okay. Uh, who else is there? I think I think John John Yanli and Jin Zishuan would make it out. They'd make it out all right. They'd have a good time. Yeah, they'd be okay. I think John Yanli would probably uh, taunt Jin Zishuan for his very ostentatious taste. <laughs> But he'd go along with her choices in the end. Yeah, because they're more tasteful and prettier anyway. Yeah. He knows his place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't tell me Jin Zishuan doesn't bottom. <laughs> He's topped once in his life. You Just can tell. <laughs> you can tell. They're like, they're like the, the fucking quiverful couples. You can tell <gasps> how many times they've had sex the Lord's way in their life. So that's my opinion. Um, <laughs> on one end, one end of the compass, there's the Lord's way, and on the other end of the compass, there's the genius's way. Yes! That's fucking <laughs> it! Sodomy is the genius's way! <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Please. God. All right. Uh, All right. Now we're going to Tumblr. Okay. So. This one's for you. Let's do our <laughs> first Tumblr question from an anonymous friend. 
I really love your podcast. It's really entertaining, and I really enjoy listening to people talk about Moda Sushi. Yeah. My question is, which character are you most like, and which character would you rather be? Mm. Oh, Jesus. Makes Ooh think. I'm most like Longingyi, <laughs> and I would rather be Jean Guangyao. Mm. Not not the murder part, just the uh competent. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Uh. Good at lying. <laughs> not being an earnest piece of shit all the time. God. Well, I mean, I guess being earnest is the opposite of being a piece of shit. I just wish I could lie. <laughs> you know, not for my own gain necessarily. A fucking same. I feel so bad anytime I lie. I don't like it. It's horrid. What about um, you? Uh, real quick, I just got a text from uh, our friend Paige that just says Royota Coroyla. So, <laughs> just thought everyone should hear that. Royota Coroyla. Uh, That's fucking it. It's very good. Thanks, Paige. Um, we love it. Which character am I most like? Mm. Honestly, not to like. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound like I'm. I'm hooting my own toot, but. Uh, because we do stand him a lot, but I really, I really do relate a lot to Lan Wangji. Kinning, kinning. I am kinning just a little bit. Yeah, I um, definitely understand that. Yeah. Uh, who would I rather be? I'd rather, I'd rather be more like him, but in his positive aspects, because I, I relate yeah. a lot to the the problems that he has. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd, I'd like to have some of the strengths that he has. Oh, know? for sure. I feel like I don't have those quite as much. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? feel that. I, <laughs> uh, just to, to compliment that, I feel like maybe as I'm growing into more of what I view to be a functional real life adult, <laughs> I can feel myself shifting a little bit from maybe a Jingyi type to more of a Wei Wushan type. Because... <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I said Jingyi out of reflex because he's loud and he does not have a filter. He's uncouth. And those are those are two very he ignores he he ignores authority. Yeah, he ignores respect. He ignores respect. <laughs> and he's rude. Yeah. Um, he's rude. And I also am rude. <laughs> but I do identify a lot with Wei Wushan. I identify a lot with how I guess maybe it's just me reading him as being very ADHD. Yeah. But still being a fucking genius despite it. Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. think it's very cool to see. And he's just so clever and so... He always has some shit to say. Yeah. And I do always have some shit to say, whether <laughs> it's funny or not. It's not a positive trait, but it's not a negative trait either. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah. And I just... He's so cute. <laughs> I'm just my only problem is I'm not a bottom, so yeah, it's the the shame. I mean that's the thing with me and Lone Wangji. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, this next one is also from Tumblr user anonymous, presumably a different anonymous. Yeah. Um, how, in your opinion, have MXTX's novels evolved over time? Scumville into Modow to uh, have heavy blessy. Uh, how do you think that she has changed for the best and for the worst, and what do you hope she does in future novels? Now, here's mm. the thing. Um, we, neither of us have really delved into Heaven Official's Blessing yet. I'm sorry. 
I've tried like three times, but I just don't think I'm going to be able to do it. It's just not really my thing. Yeah, it's just, I just don't find it particularly engaging. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Visually, the the manhwa is just one of the most visually incredible things I've ever seen, but it does not grab me personally. And I, um... This is, this is not what the anonymous asker was doing, but I just, I just kind of take a little bit of issue with it when fans of MXTX act like you have to have read the entire trilogy of these books or you're not a real fan of Moshang Changshu. I'm just like, not, these books aren't going to be for everybody. Yeah. I know for a goddamn fact that Scum Villain's self-saving system is not Going to be for everybody who read <laughs> Modalzushi. Yeah. Um, but as far as the evolution of it goes, I can kind of see, and I don't know whether you agree, <coughs> how she s- probably started with uh, basically a panning mm-hmm. of the entire genre to begin with, so she could maybe dip her feet in it and get comfortable because it was easier to have something that was fourth wall breaking and tongue in cheek instead of maybe diving right into this huge fantastical Shansha universe, which she did still manage to do. Mm-hmm. Like everything that she had in there was a completely original creation. Yeah. It was just the matter of the plot and then the plot diverging from there that uh, I think was probably her best choice. As for a beginner mm-hmm. into the whole web novel thing, yeah, I think I think I really I kind of wish that I had at this point read Heaven Officials Blessing mm-hmm. just because I I feel like I'd be able to um, give more insight. But another thing that's like keeping me from feeling like I can really offer a good perspective on this is that we're having to read like fan translations mm-hmm. and. Um, like, the fact that I can't come at it from a perspective of reading it in its native language, <clears throat> I feel is a bit of a... It makes it tough for me, because the things that mm-hmm. I look for when I read, the things that I am trained to look for in regards to writing, uh, I feel like I can't quite look for them quite as easily as as I can with something that I'm reading in its in its original language, right? Um, and and the other thing, you know, we talked about this on the last episode of uh, she's a good iPad. <laughs> um, it's just there are just like kind of different rules uh, with, or not even different rules, just like different. They Eastern and Western writing just like works differently, entirely differently. Yeah, because like they. You know they're 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 very different languages and very different cultures, and there's a lot that um, I just don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. to be able to to speak on them. And I feel like um, if I were to judge them by the standards that I was taught, I'd be doing it kind of a disservice. Yeah. Know? But yeah. one thing one thing that I feel like I can talk about is that I feel like. The, the characterization has gotten incredibly solid. Like, mm-hmm. the, 
like hash- just uh, yeah, just talking about hashtag themes. Yeah, <laughs> of, the, of the novels. Themselves. Yeah, like like even just between like the characters in Scumvillain are fucking great. I love them. The, they are. Yeah, and like one of the points of Scumvillain is like you said, panning the entire genre. So like it makes sense that there are um, you know characters that are sort of stereotypical, but but they're also being like made fun of and played with and like put into situations and made to deal with things in a way that like they normally wouldn't. Yeah. And I think about it in kind of like a, when you're making a D and D character yeah, and you may or may not base them in part or in majority off of an already extant fictional character, <laughs> you still have, you have that template to yeah. begin with. Mm hmm. And so it's easier <clears throat> to craft a character with a backstory off of that template. If you've ever run like an in-character RP blog, <laughs> you probably know what I'm talking about yeah. also with this. Yeah. Because it just like, it gets to a point where it just kind of takes on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And it kind of breaks out of that mold. Yeah. And it's definitely, definitely easier to develop a character when you have that template. Yeah. And I think her working with that template really did her a service. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's what she did with the care, like, cause, cause there are all these templates and they're like kind of the, you know, the, the archetypal stereotypical characters. Mm-hmm. And she took those and in Scumville and just played with them until they were doing their own thing. Yeah. And it's just like you said, you know, just like, it's like basing an OC off of a character that already exists. Yep. And then, but by the time she's gotten to Modal, she's managed to create these characters that, like, even if they're based on, like, you know, um, specific traditions, what, who fucking doesn't have specific tra- traditions <laughs> informing the way they create characters? Um, but they're, they're created whole cloth. They're brand new. They're your own, the, the original character do not steal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and these, ki- the characters in Modal are so, unique incredibly so yeah like they just have they all have such well-defined personality traits and like value systems and ways they judge things and they're just they're so so well developed Mm -hmm. um it, and I think one thing I can speak on for heaven officials blessing from what I've seen of it is that she really seems to have at least kept it up with her characterization efforts because as far as I can tell, uh Xielon and uh Fachung yep. seem to be absolutely incredibly well faceted, <coughs> variegated characters. Yeah, like ju- judging judging from this it, it's kinda like uh something that I think it was like it must have been it was some restaurant show where, like, some, uh, they were, like, training some, one of the, like, servers to, uh, give feedback on, like, or, like, provide opinions about something on the menu, and she was like, well, I don't eat meat, uh, so what I do is I tell them, um, you know, I don't eat meat, but, uh, people who order this say that it's really good and that they yeah. really like it and it's like this. And that's, that's, um, you know, judging from what I've seen of, like, you know, just cultural osmosis. Yes. (laughs) That's how it seems to me, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's most of what I 
how how I've learned most of what I know about it. Yeah, the people the people that I know who have the attention spans <laughs> to finish a book that is a little bit challenging, <laughs> like Heaven Official Heaven Official's Blessing, have nothing but good things to say about. Oh yeah, it. yeah, the absolutely people- nothing but good things to say about it, and the people who like it. Are rabid That's about exactly it. That's exactly what I was. Yeah, the people rabid. who like it love it. They fucking love it. They're so. nuts about it, and good for them, man. Yeah, good for them. Power to Fuck them. Fuck it up, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't be me, but go for it. You know. I mean, yeah. In this in this case specifically, it could not actually be me, but I'm glad that I'm glad fuck that yeah. there are people out there who Hell love yeah, the it. fuck out of it. No, no. It's not lap time, bud. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, He's that, trying to get that leads into our next question, yeah. <laughs> which is from another anonymous Tumblr user. And they say, what do baby cat and fat boy look like? <laughs> the listeners must know. Um, so fat boy is nosing around by us right now. So they are, first of all, you must understand they are two, they pair, they, <laughs> It's true. One big, one small. Yep. They are one brother fl- sister. One fluffy, one smooth, one brother, one sister. The same age from the same litter. One is uh warm gray splotches on a white coat, and one is cool gray splotches on a white coat. And you can tell very distinctly that specifically when they're standing right next to each other. Oh yeah. Um so. So uh, Who well, you want to start with? Well, uh, I'll start with Baby Cat. We'll start with Baby Cat because that's uh, that's she's chosen you, and Fatboy has chosen me. Yeah, they've they've chosen their patrons. Um, so Baby Cat. One thing about Baby Cat is that uh, some episodes ago, I put up a picture of a cat, and I drew on it to make her look like Aching, and that was Baby Cat. So if you want a picture of Baby Cat cosplaying, that's her. It was a few episodes ago. Roy also posts pictures of her every day because she's mm-hmm. a beautiful model. Yeah, and she likes to she likes to sit by me when I wake up and be small and round. Um, she also likes to do-do where she's not supposed to. <laughs> she does. But that's okay. That's her one flaw. Um, that's her one flaw, and that's something that we're all working on. Yeah. Together we, as a family. We all have one thing. But she's she's fluffy. She has a tiny head. She has really huge eyes. She's a huge, fluffy, bushy squirrel tail. Yep. She's got one little white spot right on the middle of her back. She's got uh, f- pink and black freckly beans and a little nose freckle. She has a little, a little baby nose freckle on the left, like a little Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yeah. And she, she always sits with her tail wrapped around her feet, being She's prim. very prim. She's the princess. She's... Very nervous yeah. around people. Everything she, scares her. Everything scares her. Uh, she's she's very skittish, but she loves us. Mm-hmm. She loves the hell out of us. She really likes to lick. <laughs> she loves to lick. She's a big fan of licking. I think her favorite pastime is probably licking bags. Yeah, she likes to lick she paper bags. She loves to lick plastic bags. <laughs> oh my god, she can't get enough. She loves the sound. She loves. She likes the sound, and it's okay. Yeah, because it's not like she's eating them like fat boy, <laughs> um, but she's 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 a good kitty. She's just very territorial, yeah. also. So she, she also pee pees where she's not supposed to. Yeah, she gets nervous and she pee pees and she tries to exhibit dominance because her and fat boy do not get along. They used to get along. They, they got along when we first they, got them. They got along for the first few months. After we got them. They used to, they used to then snuggle. It's like a switch flipped and they just started fighting. Yep. So, 
Anyway, that was Baby Cat. Yep. We're moving on to my fat boy now. Mr. Boy, as they call him. Middler Boy. Mr. Boy. (laughs) Monsieur. Uh, Many stupid names for Mr. Boy. (laughs) He, I I describe him like this to every person that meets him. He's like a cat on a 1.5 times scale. Yeah. So, he's not fat. We call him Fat Boy because he used to be a little bit chonky because we used to free feed them. And he's he's got like the kitty version of Prodder Willy syndrome <laughs> where he just does not know when to stop eating. He uh, stays eating. He stays eating. So when we put out when we put out the slow <coughs> feeder or the slow feeder, the auto feeder, he would just hunker down, like lie down on the floor <laughs> with his face in the auto feeder. For like an hour at a time. Disgraceful. And it was just not sustainable. <laughs> so after we took care of that. He, he trimmed up a little he, bit. He trimmed up a little bit, but he's still a very large cat. And baby cat's a very small cat. Yeah. So she's, for, you know, when they're when they're next to each other, it's hilarious. It's for reference. She's, what is she, just over she's nine like, pounds? Yeah, she's and, like nine pounds. And he's like almost 17. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big boy. He's a big old boy. He's a big old boy. Um, he is the clingiest motherfucking cat that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> he is a dog. He's a dog. He, here's <laughs> his thing. Well, okay, we've gotten past what they look like. He's He's got a very cute little face. He's got like almost, his gray splotches go like, He's got like a over side part. His eyes, over one eye, he's almost got a side part. You're right. Yeah. And both ears. But his little, his little, his little lips and mouth and chin are all white. And then he's got a white underbelly and then gray splotches going, going down his back and his tail is gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got very long legs. He has very long legs, very long muscular tail. Yeah, beef tail. Let me tell you how this man. Oh my God. This man was up by my bed the other night and I had a full glass of Two Roads Brewing Company, Rhodes Mary's Baby, Pumpkin Ale, aged in rum barrels with vanilla. It's fucking amazing. If you're the drinking age and you're in the United States of America, see if you can get your little fingies on it. Um, I had a full glass of that. He was getting real lovey on me coming up, uh, like rubbing around. Having and a the, good time. The glass of beer was on my nightstand table. And he turned around and his tail, his tail twitched and it knocked the fucking beer over all over the bed, all over my pillow, all over my little posture pillow that looks like a giant teddy bear. And now everything smells like beer. And I tried to drown it in Febreze, but it just smells like beer. And I'm really sad about it. He's too hunky. And that's, that's the story of why my fat boy is too hunky for this world. He's husky. He's also a very friendly boy. He's got he's got a very handsome regal nose too. He's he has an aquiline kind of profile. Yeah. Big green eyes, big fat big mouth. Big fat mouth and he has kitty acne yeah. on his chin a lot. And he's got very stubby whiskers, which is why he's very clumsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baby cat has very long whiskers that droop a little bit. Uh-huh. And she is missing teeth. <laughs> yeah, she had to get some teeth pulled earlier this year. She had year. to get teeth pulled. But and she's now been she's, fine ever since. She's yeah. much happier for it now. Mm-hmm. 
and they hate each other and they fight all the time. So that's <laughs> Fatboy and Baby Cat. And it's, it's an accomplishment when they can sleep within a foot of each other. Yes. Yeah. Where we get very, very surprised and proud of it's them. It's an astronomical event. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Well. So I think that was about it for our questions. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, uh, sec leader of the show, Colin at Pagetish was going to, uh, quote unquote, I was going to put a ridiculously self-indulgent fate question in here, uh, but they decided not to. Not to. So <laughs> that's good because I'm the only one who would be able to answer it <laughs> at this point. That's okay. If anybody else is into fate, it was about Nye Hui Song and Waver Velvet. Yeah, that's his name. Hanging out. That's a hell of a name. They're the same. Are they twink twinkinating? Yeah. Let me I think they posted some Are they twink ostomies? There he is. <laughs> oh my god. He looks Look even, at him. He looks Jesus. even more even more even more like like this in the show. He's a fucking Nia Hoisong is so beautiful. He's 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 Sundari Hoisong. Uh we like it. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, that's all we got. Yeah. So Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for 50 big ones. Yeah. Thank you for over a year of this podcast. Yeah. Year and a half, baby. uh, I think, did you say that we passed, what was the milestone of listens that we passed Um, recently? Let me look at Pinecast because I don't remember off the top of my head. Some thousand. It was a very, a very cool number. I want to see. We passed 5,000 total listens. Wow! We have 98 subscribers, and all of this, by the way, is excluding Spotify data, so probably even more than that. Yeah, I can't even imagine how many people are listening to us on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) We like it, but yeah, thank you so much. It's amazing. Uh, We're so glad you all are here to listen to us goof. Uh, and thank you for being a part of this great community that we have built. Yeah. We, we love you parasocially. Hell yeah. We wouldn't be able to keep doing this podcast if it weren't for you, probably. Yeah. That's good. We appreciate all of y'all. Yeah. I don't think we'd need to do the usual housekeeping stuff. We, no, I we'll mean, just, yeah. y'all know who we are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, patrons. Yes. Uh, thank we you. We will do that. Yeah. We will thank say you thank to you our patrons. patrons. Thank you so much to our patrons. Thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, thank you for sticking with us for 50, 50 big ones. 50, 50, big boys. 50 good ones. Semper big boy. Semper big boy. <laughs> it's Semper big boy tonight. Yeah. You are all my nephews now. Devil has been solved. Bye, guys. Semper big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.